Hey you, my entrepreneurial friend. Of 10 years of running my coaching business, I am going to finally teach business. And of course, I'm going to teach business with human design. Because the thing that I've discovered over the last decade is that the way everyone else taught me to run a business didn't freaking work for me. So over this last decade, to create a multiple seven-figure business, I've broken all the rules. I have done everything my way. I have looked experts in the face and downright said no, all to create something I love with greater ease and flow that literally is changing the world. And the best part is it doesn't feel like work at all. It feels like I get to hang out with my best friends and I am having a huge impact on the planet at the same time. So if you own a business that you want to finally maybe start, grow, or even scale, then come and join me on the 9th of May to discover how your human design can create the most beautiful, authentic success for you. For all the details, follow the link in the show notes. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. And today, I really just want to check in with you, see how you're doing. I know that we are in unprecedented times, and maybe if you hear that sentence, we're in unprecedented times, you're going to punch someone because you've heard it so much. But you know what? It's true. So I'm going to use it again. Sorry about that. Now, I did just want to see how you're doing for us, um, you know, I've been working from home for six years. Um, Justin joined me, as you know, and he's coming up to uh, nearly 12 months of working from home. Um, our kids have settled in so well to um, being homeschooled. Massive relief taking the time pressure off has been a really big shift for us. Um, meaning, you know, having to have kids and everybody at places at times. Um Myself and both the kids have an open root centre. So, of course, that is really removing a lot of that time pressure conditioning from us. And we're finding it really delightful, to be honest. Um, Justin's a line two and I'm an introvert. So we are definitely both quite comfortable with this. And, you know, we've put things in place for the boys who are both line fours to have their friends around. So at least um, on Zoom, I should say. So... You know, we're, we feel really grateful that we've been able to have experience of being at home beforehand and that the boys have really moved into this new way of being, at least for now, um, so, so well. Look, and, and, and that, that has been a massive shift for us. And look, I get that not everyone is having the same experience. And I really want to send out... 
um, you know, love to those who aren't. Um, because I know it's a really challenging time. We are also, I mean, I'm not usually a big lucky person. Like I don't believe in luck. I believe we we make our own luck. But the one thing that is lucky is our kids are at at an age where they are self-sufficient. So I've got a lot of friends with younger kids and that's a whole nother world. Like sitting and homeschooling with them all day would be massively challenging. So for all of you out there that are doing it, I'm sending you so much love and admiration because you are incredible. So today what I wanted to do is I wanted to sort of check in with a few of the discussions that I've been having um, and just really share my thoughts on them to try and support you and just put the, the human design filter over the top. First and foremost, I actually want to talk to you um, from my behavioral coaching background. Um, And it's about people being triggered. In this environment, there's a number of people being triggered. Okay. Um, I'm definitely hearing um, conversations of that in, you know, all the different groups that I'm in. Um, And it's funny because people are getting triggered about, oh, I'm tired of people being so positive all the time. I'm tired of people whinging all the time. I'm tired of people being scared all the time. So there's people being triggered on every level across the board. And from from my behavioral background, what I want to actually share with all of you, because we're all going to get triggered. We are living in an unprecedented time. This is totally effing with our brains because our brains are not designed for this. Um, And we are coming out of this time where we've relied so heavily on um, these big institutions, structures, you know, government, education, corporate, corporate world, all of this, we have depended on it um, for so long and it's crumbling around us. So we're having to create something new. So of course, you know, we're going to be feeling it. We're going to be going through, um, you know, uncertainty. And, you know, I've already, I've just shared how we're handling it and it's, it's good. It's pretty good. That's not to say that the kids don't want to punch each other in the face every day. Like that is totally happening. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, like Justin and I have done years of deep work on our relationship. Like we have put in the hard yards and that's not to say that every single moment that we've been shut in the house together where like, um, you know, 10 out of 10, you're the best, honey. Like most of the time we're really, really good, but it doesn't mean that, um, that it's perfect all the time because there is no such thing as perfection. We're humans, you know, and, um, I really believe that we are spirits here having a human experience and those spirits want to experience all of it, people, not just the good stuff or not just the bad stuff. So I do want you all to know that everybody's getting triggered right now. However, go back to the metaphor of the universe has sent us all to our bedroom or to our room to work on us, to slow down, to take inventory, to check in. And if she has sent you to the room, to your room for a reason, what is that reason? You know, for me, I know my reason to be sent to my room is not to get distracted by the things that are out of my alignment. Like being a manifesting generator, I do still say yes to things I don't want to do. You know, I've even had a question on my mastermind this week on exactly that. We've had a big conversation on the mastermind about, 
yeah, but you know, I'm married, so therefore I have to compromise. And yes, we do need to compromise. However, in human design, it's it it's not a compromise because your sacral, if you're an MG, let's say, or a generator, will say, you know, yeah, I'm excited by supporting my partner by doing these things. Or if you're feeling like, oh God, I just don't want to do this, then your sacral is telling you there's a better way. So the point is that why have you been sent to your room? What is it specifically? And me, it's because I was saying yes to a whole bunch of things I didn't want to do. And now I'm back here and I'm not allowed to go anywhere except for an hour a day. Um, You know, what are the things that are important for me? And it definitely has been dialed back to the, the, the basics for me, the things that always come up when I get sent to my room effectively by whatever, um, you know, health, wealth, happiness, uh, making sure that I'm, you know, I've got back into yoga. Um, I'm definitely finding more exercise that's fun. Like I've, I've, um, you know, having to do things from home. I want to find more fun, have more fun. We've, you know, put structures within the business. We've done bits and pieces. We've finally sort of done the web, the website. It's not finished. So if you duck over there, it's still not finished. Um, but we've been investing um, time in doing those things and just putting one foot in front of the other. You know, like I've actually started reading a book and not something that's going to further my knowledge, experience or, or learning, just a, you know, um, a chick lit you know, those books that are just a, almost like a rom-com in a book because that's something that I'm like, yeah, I just want to do that. I want to switch my brain off. You know, being an MG, it just goes all the time. And to be honest, I can literally lie in bed at night and be super pumped about the things I'm thinking about and never get to sleep. So what is, you know, what's the purpose of being sent to your room if the universe did this just for you? What's your purpose? What's your gift? What's your lesson? So that's the first thing I want you to think about. Now, the second thing is this this being triggered, okay? Um, Getting back on track with that. Got a little bit deviated, but you know what I mean. Um, The getting triggered. As I said, I have heard people get triggered by all the negativity, the negative press, um, too much positivity, too much coverage, like just constant trigger, trigger, trigger. And... From a behavioral point of view, I think the biggest thing that's going on is that there's a bunch of people getting triggered by other people's emotions, behaviors, because they're not allowing their emotions to process. So if you, um, if you are, you know, in your emotional wave, and I see this a lot with people that have definition in the solar plexus with clients that I work with, that you actually are designed to process that, inf- that that emotion. You need to feel it. You need to let it be. You know, one of the big things is that I think, especially in women, we can be so conditioned to be 10 foot tall and bulletproof, right? And I mean, men don't cry, right? So there's all of this conditioning for both agendas, for that matter, that says we don't show emotion. Now, I'm the first to say not to indulge in it, because if you indulge in it, you're going to experience a lot more of it, but you must process it. So what does that mean? 
Well, if you wake up one morning and you feel absolutely miserable and you just want to lie in bed and cry, then if you can, do it. Without getting involved in the story of how you shouldn't do it, how it's bad, how um, the the sky is falling, um, how this will never end, oh my God, my life is over. Without getting involved in all the stories, just feel the feels. Because the stories are creating those feelings. Those stories are going to maintain an emotion. So what actually happens in your body is you have a you, you have a thought, you have an emotion. If you let that emotion process through your body, whatever it is, you know, like if you're angry right now, go yell into a pillow, go punch a pillow, um, do angry running, go for an angry run around the block. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Um, do something to process that emotion or watch a sad movie or um, watch an uplifting movie, whatever you need to process that emotion and let it go. Because if you're not processing your emotions and letting them, them go, then you're going to consistently be triggered by other people's behavior because it's not them, it's in you. And it's literally your emotions or whatever's going on in you, tapping you on the shoulder going, oi, I need your attention. I need processing right now. So for anyone that's out there that's feeling like they're, you know, like my mother used to say, bless her, I love my mum, pull yourself together. If you're feeling like you have to pull yourself together in every moment, then I want you to stop. I want you to let it go. Whatever it is, um, you know, like stop taking it out on your partner, stop taking it out on your kids, stop drinking too much, stop eating too much, stop all of the things that you're trying to do to numb and prevent that emotion. Just let it be. I promise your head won't explode. I promise your head won't explode. In fact, the more you resist it, the worse it feels. So that was what I really wanted to say on that subject, that whatever you're feeling is fine. It's exactly what you're meant to be feeling. So just let it go through you um, without investing in the story, without investing, you know, like by all means, share it with someone, but not everyone. Feel that feeling, but don't indulge it Um, because then you're going to get to the end of it. But if you indulge it, you stay in it. If you tell everyone, you stay in it. And what you feel, you create, whether you like it or not. So I highly encourage you to process the emotion, feel the feels, love yourself through this because you're taking one step at a time. You're you're moving forward in every second. So just keep giving yourself a pat on the back. Tell yourself you're doing a good job. Acknowledge yourself for the good stuff and forgive yourself for the stuff you don't, you know, that you get wrong, inverted commas, because there is no such thing as wrong. So be on your own team, even more so than normal, you know, and then make that your new norm. So the next thing I wanted to touch on was a conversation I actually had this morning with my human design um, uh, girls that I trained with. So we have a little mastermind and we we were having this conversation and we're really similar, like we're very positive um, and we haven't had much corona discussion um but we like we both were two of us were like what is this like 
anything to do with corona. Like there are so many people out there doing such an amazing job to support um, those of us who aren't handling it as well or who have, you know, lost their jobs or who have, you know, got become unwell or they're working from home and they've never done it before or whatever. Like there are so many incredible people out there helping. There are so many people um, putting their opinion out there. There's so many people talking about it. And we were having this discussion like it's not that um, it, like there's something going on in us. Like it, it's it's triggering, but it's not like I don't. And this is the thing. We were trying to get our, put our finger on what exactly it was. And it's the fact that there is so much information on it right now. It's almost like an overload. And we were, we were talking about our physical experience, how we, were, how we were physically responding in our body. And then we were like, oh my goodness, it's our open head and ajnas. It's our open head and ajnas. What is that? What do I mean by that? Well, when you're open in any center, you take in everybody else's stuff, right? So we go into our days. If we go onto social media, let's say, I mean, I don't watch any mainstream news. In fact, I don't watch the news at all. I don't follow the news. I, I learned very early on in my personal development um, journey from one of the greats. It's probably someone like um, Stephen Covey or um, uh, Bob Proctor. I reckon Bob Proctor or Jack Canfield or someone like that. And... Um, they said that anything that important that happens in the world will know about it. So we don't need to be listening to mainstream media. And look, I've, we have pretty much abided by that for, I'd say, close to a decade, at least eight years. And it's absolutely true. All the important stuff I know. And, you know, I highly encourage people to stay off mainstream media. However... We're all, we're all on social media and if you have an open Ajna, it might be messing with you massively like it messes with me and this uh, friend of mine. And the way it happens is that if you read posts and you've got an open Ajna, you literally can see everybody's point of view. You can see where everybody's coming from. You can see the value in everybody's argument. So then, depending on the rest of your design, and both this friend of mine um, and I both have... Um, some particular gates that are all about making things better for other people. So then our brains that are literally jumping from each side of the fence and every single version of each side of the fence um, are finding solutions for all of these problems for all of these people. And it, it basically makes us just a little bit crazy to the point where I see, you know, things come up and I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing, but I just can't look at it or I just can't read it because... Um, it's like my ego wants to get involved and solve all the problems, but um, that's not what I'm, you know, that is not what my authority or my strategy is telling me to do. It's, it's just my mind. Because remember, as a manifesting generator, I'm here to respond to something external of me. So if mind is to, my mind is telling me, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, oh, this happened, that happened, that's not responding to something external of me. That is just my mind trying to rule the school. Don't mind Bailey. He's making himself comfortable over there. Um, so if you have an open head and Ajna, um, especially it's the Ajna specifically, because with the open Ajna, you can see everybody's point of view. Um, you can think outside the box. You can, um, 
you can, you know, if someone says, oh, this is so hard because, you'll go, no, it's not because. But if someone says, this is so easy because, your brain will come up with it, no, it's not because. So you'll have the, the um, you know, the solutions or the, the counter argument constantly going back and forth in your mind because that's all the thoughts that's banging around in you know, in the, in um, greater consciousness, like it's literally all the questions and answers are flowing through your Ajna and it can be a little bit challenging. Trust me, I find it massively challenging. Again, I'm not a huge, I'm not on social media a lot and probably for the same reason because I feel like I, I almost lose myself. I'm open in the G Center as well. So potentially um, I do lose myself a bit on social media and kind of go, it's like putting me on a you know, one of those really fast merry-go-rounds that you push really, really fast and then you get off it and you're dazed and confused. That's kind of how I feel um, on social media, especially at the moment. So on that note, I want you to be super conscious of where you're open and how you're taking in the rest of the, the world. If, if it's your Ajna, like me and my friend Stacey, um, then you're seeing everybody's point of view and that's exhausting, right? And if you've got similar... Um, gate activations and channel activations that we have you could even be trying to work out solutions for every single thing which again is really exhausting and, and not potentially what you're here to do because you're not responding to an external um, sign synchronicity opportunity conversation person um, because when you listen to your authority um, projectors if you're invited uh, reflectors you want to take the time manifestors um, you just have that internal urge so um, if you're a manifester and then and, and you're doing this and you feel the urge to solve all the problems go for it but if you're a manifester I'm pretty I'm tipping that there's one specific problem that you're you're focused on you don't have the MG problem of um, next shiny thing syndrome so what I also want you to look at is where are you open? Are you open in the solar plexus? Are you taking in other people's emotions? Are you trying to process emotions that aren't yours after what I said at the beginning? Because um, this can happen. This can happen a lot if you haven't come to a place of knowing your own emotional state. Um, especially if you were conditioned as a child with someone in the family that had um, emotional definition and rode that roller coaster hard. Um, you potentially have felt so many extreme emotions in your life that now you try to um, people please and um, take full responsibility for everything so that people stay calm. You know, like you're the peacekeeper. Um, and this is a time for you to understand that those emotions and those big emotions aren't necessarily yours. They're certainly not yours to process. Um, so being able to just identify them for what they are and let them go. And again, don't expose yourself to things that make you feel um, unresourcefully uncomfortable. Like I know that there's things that necessarily aren't easy for me to um, to watch, there are definitely things that, um, you know, okay, here's a good example. So I'm open in the spleen. But if I sit next to Justin and we're watching, a, if we're watching a scary movie, like it, it properly does my head in, well, not my head in, my body in, like, because I amplify his fear and he just loves to ride the fear roller coaster because he's defined in the goddamn spleen and he's got his fear under control. So he has a great relationship with it. Whereas my body's like, I can't process that fear and it freaks my body out. However, 
I do have a great relationship with fear for myself because um, even before I came to human design, I've always pushed, pushed, is that the word? I've always been excited and lit up to push myself out of my comfort zone, to extend past my fear. You know, yesterday um, we, for our one hour exercise out of the house, we went for a bike ride um, from our place into the city and we're really close to the to Sydney. We're in Sydney. We're really close to the city of Sydney. Um, so we went to the opera house and around the rocks and it was completely dead. There was not, you know, one person there except for the police who were just standing there. Um, they were lovely. We were a bit like, oh, maybe we're not allowed to be here at all. And they're like, no, no, you're fine. Um, as long as you just keep moving and, and you're going straight home. And we're like, yep, yep. So, um, where was I going with that? Yeah, so and in that time, when I when we set out, <coughs> I was a little bit like, oh, is this the right thing to do? Can I physically pedal up that many hills? Um, you know, do I have the physical capability, uh, you know, with the kids? So one of my old patterns that I'm always healing and, you know, hopefully probably by around the age of 92, I'll be free of it, um, is living up to expectations, my expectations, other people's expectations. So that fear will kick in if I feel like I have to live up to other people's expectations. Of course, I don't. And of course, I always tell myself I don't and I always move through it. But it is part of that programming of conditioning for me that's still in the healing process. Um, so I was feeling all of those feels yesterday and my open spleen was okay because it knows. And, you know, my body was definitely feeling the fear, but I knew that all I had to do is just keep going. I knew that um, even if I couldn't handle it, I would handle it in some other way, right? So this is what I'm talking about. If you're exposing yourself to unnecessary fear, emotion, um, looking, if you know, feeling into different people's opinions and um, points of view, trying to solve problems for people, uh, whatever it is, please put some boundaries in place. Please stop doing it to yourself um, this is a time for you and you can do with it what you want but you will never get this time back ever I mean we don't get any time back right but this has never happened before ever and I'm a massive believer in uh, we make our reality we create our lives um, we are definitely designed to do that in a specific way for sure but we are here to fully experience life. And as we go through this, this time, it is a choice. Like, do you want to make the most of it? Or do you want to sit around the house trying to control all the stuff you cannot control and make yourself crazy? It's totally up to you. Totally up to you. All right, then, lovely people. Um, uh, that is it for today. So those of you that have got open centers, which is most of you, um, at least one open center, please, please, please pay attention to how you're taking in, amplifying and reflecting back that energy. Is it running you? Are you trying to control the world through it? Or have you learnt to um, feel into its wisdom, feel into its ability to guide wisdom and feel wisdom? All right, then, everybody. Thanks for joining. I think I said that already. Justin's pulling a face like you always do this. You say goodbye and then you talk for another five minutes. Two words, define throat. 
Thanks everyone. Love you guys. Bye for now. Thanks everyone for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.